Hey everyone, thank you for joining Love Talks today. Today on this talk, I would really like to discuss one of the the things I find a lot of people face or come up against and tends to be a general very big wall um, or hurdle to get over, which is inadequacy and personal value. And so I just, I wanted to share my heart on this topic. I wanted to really share what the Lord has showed me through my walk um, with him. And, and just even, you know, conversations I've had with other friends, you know, this is stuff where it really doesn't matter where you're at in your walk with God or if you even know God yet. Everyone deals with, at some point in their life, they deal with value issues. They deal with self-worth issues. They deal with inadequacy. And before you really know Jesus, and even after, like when you first get saved, it's really sometimes hard to understand that you actually have value, that you were that God before the foundation of the world, you were a thought, you were someone, your whole life was thought out and planned precisely in detail by the Father himself, by the creator of the universe. And that in itself shows the value that you have and that we all have as children of God. And I, and what happens is I feel in the world, you know, when you're walking around in the world, like when I was in the world, the system of the world's always like, you know, I, I need to get to the top. I need to fight my way to the top. I need to get to the top in whatever I'm doing, whether it be school, whether it be work, whether it be, um, you know, just really anything. And it's, it's a struggle. It's kind of like, you know, the hamster wheel. Like you just keep running and running and running, but you're never really getting anywhere. And you're always looking around and comparing yourself with other people or other positions or, you know, income, whatever that looks like in your life, you know, better grades. And it's it seems like it's that it's that thing that drives you but really it's the thing that enslaves you and and strips away your value and strips away your identity and your self-worth. And I've just really noticed that all over the world, there's such an issue with self-loathing. What is self-loathing? That's when you just absolutely do not like anything about yourself. It's when, you know, you, you might not, you might look in the mirror and go, no, I'm good with myself. But deep down inside, you have no value for yourself and what I really found and this goes with myself you know I share these things from my heart I want love talks I want these talks to be vulnerable I want them to be honest I want them to be transparent because I really feel like I val- I, I benefit from hearing other people's stories I benefit when I hear that other people have been through the same struggles that I've been through and you know, I didn't go, like, I graduated high school barely. I barely graduated high school. It was by the skin of my teeth and really by the grace of God. It was totally God. Thank you, God. Um, 
And my mom put me in college. You know, she said, if you're going to live under my roof, you got to go to college. And I knew, like, there was something inside of me that absolutely knew that I wasn't called to go to college. Um, At one time, I wanted to be a psychologist, but school was never really, like, my thing. I'm more of a creative, and and I really did struggle in school. And I went to college for a week, and I think maybe two days I actually went to college, and then the other four days, or however many days there was in the week, um, I slept in my car, and I just kind of, like, didn't go, because I was trying to, you know, please my parents, which, you know dishonesty is not good um, at all. I do not recommend that. But I was trying to do something that there was no grace upon. And I really had no idea what I was going to do with my life. I never really had any passion. You know, I wasn't really sure what direction I should go. But in my life, I actually ended up becoming a hairstylist and doing extensions on people. And The thing that I realized that, and I thrived in it, I thrived in it, I loved it, I was absolutely anointed for the task, because what happened with, you know, with, with beauty and with hair is that, you know, somebody would come in and they would feel terrible about themselves, and at least I was able to make a difference. Like, that little change, you know, was, I was able to see this boost of self-confidence. Now, of course, you know, that self-confidence didn't go all the way down in their soul, and into their heart but but it was that that idea and that concept um, that fed me because I was helping someone else and you know here I am in my four I'm 40 now and I now realize the call in my life is to help people be transformed by the Holy Spirit and it is an inner and outward change that happens because when you change on the inside you change on the outside and I say all of that because I feel like I really had no self-worth because I had no understanding that I was valuable you know I was bullied as a kid I you know just was never really the pretty one I was overweight as you know a kid all the way up until you know my late 20s and or my early 20s And, you know, I just, I never had any sense of value for myself because I didn't know God's value for me. And I didn't understand that I had a purpose. I kind of was walking around like, you know, what's my purpose? And when I got into hair, I realized, wow, my purpose is to help people. I, I love helping people. And I threw myself into it wholeheartedly. But there was still something inside of me that was like, you know, this isn't completely working because there's just something lacking and what was lacking was the Holy Spirit and what was lacking was I wanted to see tangible change in people's lives but when it came to myself and I loved pouring out and I say all this because I had no problem serving and you know and helping people transform but when it came to myself at the end of the day you know I was trying to fill voids in myself and I was trying to look at other people because I had no value. And as God kind of brought me into the kingdom, when I got saved and he started speaking destiny over me and he said, you're going to go prophesy to the nations. I didn't know what that meant. In fact, I was terrified of that. I didn't want to do that, um, especially after everything I had walked out of. I the Receiving that call in my life was so hard and difficult because I just... I didn't understand, even though I had always heard the Lord's voice ever since I was a kid, um, I just thought that was normal. I didn't know that there was a call 
on my life to take that to the nations. And I'm still actually walking out what that looks like. You know, I'm not in the prime of the call of my life. Um, I'm in the beginning stages and I find that to be the best place where I can start telling my story. And so I share all of this because as God has brought me into the identity of who I am in Jesus, right? You're a child of God. You are an heir with Christ. That means that you are an heir with Christ. So you have all of these promises. I call it a benefits package. You have a benefits package that you get. You get the Holy Spirit. You get the power of the Holy Spirit. You get the counsel of the Holy Spirit. You get the prayer and the intercession of the Holy Spirit. When you don't know what to pray, he's praying for you through groans and utterings. I mean, believe it or not, if you're having a bad day and all you can let out is a ugh, you know, or a ugh, like Holy Spirit jumps on that and he intercedes that for you on your behalf. He goes and searches the mind of God, like, and he'll bring you revelation so that you can walk things out. He gives you wisdom. And so you get this benefits package um, and you have to learn how to use that. And at the same time, when you come into Christ, when you give your life to Jesus and you lay everything down or you continue to lay things down as he's, sancti- you know, as he's sanctifying you and purifying you and doing all these amazing things, you start getting a definition. He starts defining your destiny and showing you glimpses of who you're called to be. And when he does that and he shines that light of destiny upon you, what happens is all of these things that are inside of you, self-doubt, insecurity, inadequacy, self-loathing, you know, those things start manifesting. They start coming out. They start, they, they clash with the word of the Lord. And you know, in the Bible, it says that the word of God is alive and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. And it penetrates even to the dividing soul and spirits, joints and marrow, and it judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. What does that mean? That means that the Bible, the word of God, when you're reading it, it you will read things and it will like literally make you go, ugh. Because you'll know that that you're dealing with something like maybe envy, maybe jealousy, maybe competition, maybe, you know, whatever that is. But and why, you know, what are the roots of those things? Insecurity, you know, not having your own self-worth. But you'll read things. And what it does is the word goes into you and it starts cutting out the junk. We the great thing about Christ and the great thing about being a Christian is you don't have to do anything. God does it for you. You don't have to go into your own heart and change things. All you have to do is go into the word and spend time in the presence of Jesus and just worship him. And he goes in and he does all the work. And it says even too that nothing in all creation is hidden from God's sight. Everything is uncovered and laid bare before the eyes of him who we must give account. Now, that is amazing because I came to understand that God already knew everything. God already knew all of the challenges and struggles that were inside of me that I didn't even know were there. I thought I was okay. I mean, besides the issues that were obvious, I did not know the depths in which I had identity issues, you know, and the depths in which I had insecurity and inadequacy. And I really just wanted to touch on the inadequacy today um, because I really find that 
so many times there's this wall that will come up in your walk you're walking with jesus everything is looking good and you know and then he asks you to step into a new place or he asks you to step and to take a risk or an, a new opportunity and maybe this has to do you know maybe he has asking you in business to step into a place in business maybe it's to prophesy maybe it's to start a business um, and you're looking around you and maybe you know a lot of, a lot of business people and you're like, wow, they're, they know what they're doing. I have no clue. Or maybe it's ministry and God asks you, you know, he puts you around a lot of me, of, of mature Christians that have a lot of understanding and wisdom or have amazing gifts and healing or prophecy. And you look at them and go, why, why am I here? You know, why, why would I be here? Or maybe you're in school and God, you know, is putting, is asking you to take classes where you're like, I'm not going to pass this test at all. Uh, and all of your friends are A students and you're really struggling. And God's like, hey, I put you here because you can do it because now I've given you my mind, the mind of Christ. And I'm going to teach you how to use it. And so I really believe that a lot of times we're walking in our destiny as we're walking through this process, right? Destiny is not just one destination. It's a process. It's a journey. Um, so many times we get caught up in this like one point on the map of where God's asking us to go um, when in fact our journey doesn't end until our very last breath. We may not even see the seeds that we've planted. We may not even see... Um, the fruit that is growing on our trees until we go to heaven you'll see fruit you'll absolutely reap harvest you're going to see amazing things but but the reality is is that some of the things you're doing aren't going to be for the now they're going to be for the generations to come and that and that it can just get disheartening but this inadequacy will come up and it will try to tell you that you're not good enough, that you're not qualified, that, you know, this fear can come over you, this, this intimidation, intimidation will try to tell you, don't do that. No, you're just, you're just a hairstylist. Nobody's ever going to, you know, listen to you. No one's ever going to believe that you have a word of the Lord or you're just a stay at home mom or a stay at home dad. Like this is your life. Don't try to think that you have big plans down the road. And that, and what happens is inadequacy will come in and it will, and intimidation will come in. And it will try to tell you the opposite of truth, which is you didn't choose Christ. He chose you. He chose you to go bear fruit, John 15. And he will, and are you equipped at the moment? Maybe you're not. Maybe right now you just got saved and God said you're going to be a prophet to the nations, or he said you're going to be an evangelist, or he said you're going to be a preacher, or he said you're going to be a multi-millionaire business owner so that you can sow into the kingdom, you know, so that you can, so you can fund missions and you can fund all these different things. Or maybe you're going to be a teacher, a professor, and you're like, I can't even read. Well, the good news is, is that God is the God of equipping. Think about Jesus. He came onto this earth as a child. He came into this world as a, as a human being, fully man, fully God, and he had to learn. He had to study. He had to go into the synagogues. He had to, he was sitting under the rabbis. He was being trained. He was be giving, you know, he was a carpenter. He was using his hands. Like, if you think of all these things, the Lord had to be trained. 
The Lord had to be trained by his father, by the Holy Spirit, so that he could go and carry out his ministry. So why is it any different for us? Except Christ knew, Jesus knew that he had a job. He knew he had a task. And so he kept his eyes focused on that. And so, you know, I really just want to encourage you that if you're struggling with this inadequacy thing, if you're struggling with the lies that tell you that you're not good enough, or, you know, maybe you live in the smallest town and you are just like completely overlooked and and no one even knows your name. Gideon was the least in his family and he was you know he was in the middle of working and an angel came to him and called him a mighty man of valor and i just want to encourage you that that is really where god is saying you're at that you are called to great things that your great things may not look like another person's great things but it's unique you are one fingerprint that will never be able to be duplicated and i really believe that just like in my journey, God is going to put you in situations that are going to bring to light the things that will conflict with your true identity. So what he's going to do is he's going to arrange meetings. He's going to arrange situations. He's going to put you in classrooms. He's going to put you in positions where you are not, you're not going to be used to it. You're going to feel like, wow, super out of your element. But God is then going to, that's where you're weak, right? It says in our weakness, he is strong. So God is going to come into those places and then he's going to equip you and he's going to train you and he's going to show you by the power of his Holy Spirit. You're going to be walking with the Holy Spirit. By the power of his Holy Spirit, he is going to shine his glory out of you by helping you achieve the task at hand by showing you that you belong. And if this is the message of this whole podcast, it's you belong, you have value. You will be trained and equipped for every good work that God has called you to do. And it does not matter how young you are. It does not matter how old you are. And it really does not matter if it looks different than what has been done before, because we are in a time where God is doing new things. So I really want to encourage you too, that if you are called to do something that's just different and unique and no one's done it before, and you're just feeling like you just keep hitting walls or you keep feeling like no one understands you, don't fall into self-pity. Don't get into bitterness. Understand that eventually people will get it. People will catch on to it. But you have to, you have to stay the course. You have to keep your eyes focused on Jesus. And you have to know that you have value and what you're going to bring to this earth is so important. And eventually God will bring people around you that will support you, that will, that will be able to grab hold of the vision. But in the meantime, don't let your flame get put out. Don't allow your zeal to be taken from you. So I really want to end there today. And I really want you to understand that by even hearing this podcast, God is going to, you know, we, we talk about maybe, maybe you've heard the term upgrades, maybe you haven't, but God's going to upgrade your life. But what upgrades do 
is they put you in situations they put you in scenarios they they god maybe asks you to take a risk maybe he's asking you to jump off you know the cliff of faith so that he can show you the value that you actually have your value is not in what you do it's in who you are it's in who he's created you to be it's simply in the person of who you are he loves you he's placed a spirit in you if you don't know jesus ask him into your heart right now come into my heart lord I, I i take you as my lord and savior i believe that you died for my sins and i believe you rose again and fill me full of your holy spirit i might not even know what that means but i want to receive that and know that your destiny is a journey it's a lifelong journey and god will place the people and the positions and put you in the places that you need to be and he will do it when you feel the least ready for it when you feel the least trained and equipped when in reality you'll look back at your life and recognize that all the tools that he's given you through just the little menial things that you did throughout your life are actually tools that you're going to use for your destiny and he's going to give you so many more in the future to come but right now you hold a value in just being you and that is why God says, be still and know that I'm God. Be still in me. Know that I am God. Know that I have plans for your life. And you're not called to carry out the plans. You're just called to be obedient. He goes before you. He lays out the whole road. And you just walk on that road. And as he says, step forward, you step forward. And as he says, take another step, you take another step. And then he says, sit down and rest. And you sit down and rest. And you just and you just trust him but allow his word the word of God the Bible and allow the word of the prophetic to come into your life and to cut out those things that are keeping you that are hindering you from walking in the fullness of who you are and trust him trust him that he'll get it out it's nothing you have to search for it's nothing you have to dig around in you don't have to get into your junk Holy Spirit will do it and he is going to bring about the most amazing harvest in your life. The greatest harvest in your life will be the one that you see when you look back and you see all the amazing things that God did inside of you. Inside of you. Where he took your heart of stone and he made it a heart of flesh. So I want you to be encouraged. I want you to be encouraged that you are valuable. You are loved. And you are looked upon by the Father with so much love and affection. And I even believe that God is really going to want to reach out his hand and he's going to touch you. He's going to encounter you. He's going to visit you. If you've never heard the voice of God, you're going to hear his voice. Maybe it's an impression. You might actually hear something. You might have a vision. But I really believe that God's going to activate you to hear him in a whole different way. So with that, I hope you have a wonderful day, and until next time, shine brightly, beloved.